Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is... Tyler Crawley. Well, here we are, the final countdown pretty much for the year as we get closer and closer to Christmas, New Year's, and the most boring week in the entire year. It's always that week between Christmas and New Year's. Very little happens. Very little happens. So we'll see if um, we do a podcast that week. But welcome, everyone, to the Tuesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley, and we actually had kind of an interesting Monday. You know, usually Monday is kind of hit or miss. Uh, We will talk about uh, housing inventory, latest data from Altos Research, but we also got a report from the National Association of Home Builders, Home Builder Confidence, and there was some optimism going into the report We were hoping that for the first time this year, we could see a month over month increase of the index. Every single month this year, it's fallen. From December of last year, it fell January all the way through until November. So could December deliver us a little positivity as we head into 2023 and No, it was not to be. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker, it was not to be the official National Association of Home Builders Wells Fargo Housing Market Index actually had the index falling two points to 31 in the month of December. That puts it now down 52 points when compared to the start of the year. So in January, 83 end the year at 31. That's pretty crazy. Because remember, 50 is like the baseline. That's like the neutral point where you'd like to see the index. And of course, anything above that means more positivity than negativity. We're now clearly in negative territory. But it's funny that the index itself has now fallen 52 points to the point where the drop itself is where you'd like to see the index at. <laughs> that's just, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, economists were actually hoping that we were going to see a slight increase to end the year to 34. But like I said, it was, it was not in the cards. It was not to be, we end the year with another down. I mean, it's crazy to think about that because, you know, the start of the year, you know, it's crazy with regards to housing. I mean, couldn't, even have time to list a house time it hit MLS. It was sold and builder confidence was still falling month over month during that time, which just shows you how elevated it was as 2021 ended. And so when was the last time that we saw numbers this low? Well, one of the times was right when the pandemic started, April, 2020, the index plummeted 40 points in one month. And it fell to 30 in April of 2020. Now, of course, that was just a crazy situation. That was when everything shut down. 
We didn't know what was going to be happening, and so it makes sense that builder confidence fell. But it quickly rebounded and, of course, got to the point where in 2021 we saw record readings. I mean, I think at one point we were over 90. We had never seen a reading over 90 before, and we got there in 21. And so the, the, the index rebounded pretty quickly. So when was the last time that we saw a number this low in kind of a normal economic situation? The last time we saw a number this low was actually in June of 2012 when the index was around 30 after it was recovering. And of course, at that time, it was on the, on the up and up. It had collapsed because of the 08 crash. And I, I don't know if it got into single digits. I'd have to imagine it did. But it was slowly rising above that, finally got to 30. And then by 2013, the numbers uh, were over 30 pretty consistently going forward. So it's been a while. I mean, over 10 years, really, since we've seen an index at this low of level. And there's really not much of a silver. Well, there's one silver lining, one silver lining. We'll get to that in a second. Looking at the individual regions, uh, the South, which has had the best index in six of the last 11 months, End of the year on top. So now it took number seven. So seven of the 12 months, the South was on top. And it ends the year with an index of 35. That was a two-point increase from the month prior. The North Northeast held on at 32. Midwest fell five points. They were at number one in November. They fell to five points to 30. And then the West just continuing to plummet. Uh, they're now down three points to 25. So they are at 25 to close out 2022. But here is the silver lining, if you can even call it that. And I'm kind of stretching it here, but that's what I like to do. I like to find optimism where everyone's being pessimistic. So all year builders have felt a lot better about the current state of the market versus what they think is going to be happening in the next six months with regards to single family sales. That, however, almost changed in December. I think the biggest spread was, I think, early or late spring, early summer. There was like a 13 or 14 point difference between current sales and future sales, meaning six months in the future. That has now shrunk to just one point. Builders put current conditions only one point ahead of the next six months with the indices at 36 and 35 respectively. So that was a, it was a seven point swing. So they're almost at parity. And to me, that means they think we're getting close to the bottom. So we're, you know, the future kind of is catching up <laughs> like the future is now type situation where this thing they've been worrying about is finally upon us. And if you talk to anyone in real estate, that's sort of the messaging I've been hearing is that you know, December was okay, January and February are going to be rough. And then the spring buying season kicks in and it could be better than normal, which, which will seem amazing compared to what we're probably going to witness in January and February. And that's kind of what the home builders are saying is they're saying we're getting close to the worst of it. And then six months from now, things are going to be better. So right now, we're, it's not there yet, but we're very close. Only a one point difference between current and future. And so 
that's the silver lining. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like one, but technically it's like the bottom is almost upon us. Uh, now, the one category that continues to just be horrific, traffic of prospective buyers held at 20. It's, it's an index of 20 to close out the year. That is the lowest level on record since once again, April 2020. But before that, the last time we'd seen a number that low was 2011. <laughs> so it's been a little while, it, even longer than the overall index. Uh, Robert Dietz, the chief economist for the National Association of Home Builders, he said that things are not good currently, but there's a silver lining, like I just pointed out, saying the silver lining in this report is that it is the smallest drop in the index in the past six months, indicating that we are possibly nearing the bottom of the cycle for builder sentiment. So that's the silver lining. We're close to, we're not there yet. <laughs> January could be the bottom, February maybe, but we're getting close to where that bottom is. That's the silver lining. <laughs> like the silver lining is things are about to be the worst they have been. That's not the best silver lining, uh, I will say. Now, speaking of things falling, housing inventory. We are in a very, very bizarre time for housing right now because this is according to, of course, the weekly report that we get from Altos Research. And housing inventory has now fallen for seven weeks. It's the seven straight weeks, almost two months of declines with regards to housing inventory, which is crazy because usually if you would hear that, you would think home prices would be skyrocketing and, and they're not home prices are falling <laughs> with inventory and mortgage rates, bizarrely enough. So housing inventory fell to 521,000 for the third week of December. That's a 2.5% drop from the, the prior week and is almost down double digits. I mean, we're almost there. 9.7% from the peak that we saw in October, about 577 house, houses. And Altos is now predicting that inventory levels are gonna fall to 500,000 to start 2023. <laughs> so we are gonna be at a extremely low number to start the new year. And so, like I said, what's weird about this is that you have inventory falling along with prices. The median home price fell to 410,000 this week. That is down 1.2% last week and is now down 9.7% from the mid-June peak of 454,000. Like, so how weird is that? That inventory is down 9.7% from the peak and prices are down 9.7% from the peak. I double checked the math. And what's crazy is they're both from very different times. I mean, the peak in home prices was June and the peak in inventory was in October. And they're both exactly down the same amount. I don't know. That's like, that's like Twin Peaks X-Files stuff going on here with these numbers. Uh, price reductions also fell this week to 41.2%. That is down from the 43.2% peak reported in November, but well above about the five-year average, which is, you know, it's kind of a ballpark right around 30%. So still well above 
that kind of five-year average looking at the Altos data. And after a big jump last week, the median price of a new listing fell to $359,500. That is 1.6% lower than last week, but is still up from the 2022 bottom of 349000 reported at the start of December. So a lot of weird data in this. We got inventory falling. We got prices falling. We got price reductions falling. But actually an increase or and then for the week, the new listing price fell, but is still up from the bottom. So it's it's just a lot of conflicting data just shows you how crazy the housing market is with regards to just kind of defying what you would think would be happening. I mean, that just shows you how depressed demand is right now that you have inventory levels falling, but they're not falling as fast as demand or have not fallen as much as demand has fallen. Uh, Mike Simonson, CEO of Altos Research, says that the 2023 housing market has a chance to be saved based on what's happening with these data points, saying, quote, 2023 is setting up the start with only 500,000 homes on the market. That's fewer than it looked like most of the year. And if rates stay in the low sixes or maybe even get to the fives, we might save the 2023 housing market after all. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see if that ends up happening. All right, we're going to keep it a short show. I got a late start to record this, so I got to I got to go. I got I got I got to go to bed. <laughs> I got I to edit this and then go to bed. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday morning. Yes, this is the Tuesday show. So I'll talk to you Wednesday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. Because we have to talk about what's going to be happening today. What you should be able to see. Look at that. I almost completely forgot that. I completely blanked. And of course, my page isn't loading to give me the actual data on what's going to be happening today. All right. At 8.30 a.m., building permits are projected to fall 1.9%. Housing starts are projected to fall 1.8% in November. So that's the big report today. We'll talk about it on Wednesdays edition of Markets and Mortgages. Now we can end the show. So remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.